Hello, this is Dr. Paul Cottrell, and I'm going to be talking about a little bit of the things that have been going on with Trump and Hillary Clinton. So I've been uh, doing a little bit of research on the internet and hearing a little bit of what's going on on CNN and in Infowars.com, and some things are some interesting things are transpiring. I think, and I'm just going to give you my take on this. Uh, so. There is an article that was posted today, which is Saturday, June 4th, that Hillary suggests that Trump wants to become a dictator. Now, you got to remember just a day ago that Trump went with all the gloves off and started saying that Hillary Clinton is, is a, a crook and that the foundation from... The, the, the Clinton Foundation uh, is scamming people and they're taking in money from um, other nations and large multinational corporations to get favors through the State Department when she was head, uh, head of state um, at the State Department, the Secretary of State, and, um, you know, being able to move through... Um, the corridors of, of Washington through through lobbying and their connections, and that about I, I believe it's um, I think it's ten percent, maybe it's twenty percent of the actual donations actually go to the individuals in need. So. Um, he just completely blasted her. He basically said she was a crook and that she he, she needed to go to jail and that the emails, the 30,000 e 30, emails that have been deleted is, uh, is, is a, uh, a cover-up um, and that she is a, a person that will do anything to uh, obtain money, obtain power, and she doesn't care about the Constitution. She doesn't care about um, um, the nation as a, as, as a whole uh, protecting the civil liberties of, of, of the nation. So, you know, he really blasted her on how much she's a crook and how she, she needs to go to jail. And that, um, that uh, you know, she, her, she, she's just covering up many things. Now, this basic tick for tat. Um, verbal volley between Clinton and Trump it started with her attacking his university there was a, a company that he has a lot he had a lot he has a lot of companies and had ones that didn't didn't do too well now if you have hundreds of companies obviously you're gonna have a small percentage that fail all right and in reality only one out of ten companies um, actually succeed. So if he has hundreds of companies and only really four or five or maybe ten um, have had serious issues, uh, that's a pretty damn good track record. So the, the point that she was making is that the Trump University, which was a, a seminar course-based uh, real estate um, educational system it, it's not a university it's it, it didn't it wasn't uh, it didn't have an accreditation uh, any of any sort 
but it was basically uh, a series of courses to learn how to invest in real estate. There are many that like the course. There are, there are some that did not like the course. And you're going to have that in, in any education. But to say that it was a farce is ridiculous. I mean, he's a well-known, very experienced, very successful real estate developer. And he will forever be that. And to say that he doesn't have something to teach people is ridiculous. And the thought and if you got to, you got to go back to the apprentice. Remember when during the apprentice show, he was bringing on apprentices to build up businesses for him. So I think this was kind of a spin-off of that, um, that you know, the idea creation for this. So there were professors or or instructors teaching these courses, and they, of course, because it's a business there's going to be sales tactics to try to get people enrolled in the course. I mean, it's a business, right? So if one was wanting to um, learn from the course, they would, you know, they would enroll and, and would have to pay either in cash or credit card. Obviously, it wasn't getting any federal funds because it wasn't a university. But um, it, 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 uh, so it didn't do anything wrong. Um, so she's attacking him that it was a fake university, that the diploma doesn't mean anything, blah, blah, blah. But it's a real estate course. It's not like going and getting an, a degree from an accredited university, um, either brick or mortar or even online. So I, the trend these days is that there, there, more and more people are gravitating to an online education, and there is nothing wrong with that. Um, actually, I highly recommend it, especially if you're a working professional. Now, Clinton is, you know, saying, okay, you know, he did wrong, and he was ripping people off, you know, and and this is this is this is uh, this is this is wrong, um, but. Trump is basically saying, well, wait a minute, it was a company, there were many people that, that liked the course, or the courses, and it didn't do very well in terms of a business, and it, 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 it became defunct. Um, it probably, the, the naming of it shouldn't have been Trump University, I think it probably should have been like uh, Trump, uh, Trump courses, or Trump uh, real estate investing or something something on that word right I think the way the way it was branded is is university probably wasn't the best thing but either way he he um, uh, did decided to close the business all right so you have you have Romney you know, a few months ago saying, oh, the diploma from Trump University is, is nothing and, you know, uh, and it, it's a court, it's a, it, it's a series of courses, it, you know, people have courses about trading and people have courses about, uh, you know, how to improve um, your health and how to cook and, and all these things. It's, they're legitimate. I mean, it's, there's a 
there's a person that wants to learn about that particular subject matter and they they uh, they pay it all right it's not an accredited course I mean it's not something that you would be able to uh, climb up the ladder in terms of going from let's say that course to a graduate level education or something you know but that's not what it was meant to be um, same thing is happening with with uh, Jack Welch. He has a university, an uh, like an MBA kind of course. It's not accredited. So, so he he's he that there's there's a movement for Coursera type environment, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with there. There's even there's even. Um, Certification classes like CQF was a certified uh, quantitative uh, 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 wait CQ C CQF certified quantitative finance um, certification, which is like a CP CPA or CFA. So you have these organizations that have some sort of designation to, to say that this individual has a certain level of knowledge there's you know to say that these are wrong or it's it actually it's helping the, the the population become more educated in whatever means that they want so for her to say that the university is ridiculous and that it was ripping people off i don't think that's true now it is a business so it's going to have you know maybe more hard selling tactics versus a soft sell tactic but that's more of a marketing issue, not, not, you know, would I have gone into that course? No, probably not if it wasn't accredited. But I can understand why people are, and I, it seems as though there were many that people that, that were, that liked the course. There, there's some that don't. I mean, just like any course, there's going to be some that don't like courses, brick or mortar, or accredited or not, or, and, you know, some that do. But she is saying that he was ripping people off. So what he basically is saying is, no, he, you know, your foundation is destroying the country. You know, there are very small percentage of people that didn't like Trump University. But look at what she's doing what, and, and, and Bill Clinton. They have been selling favors so that people can donate to their foundation so they can have a, a front seat position when they're lobbying or they needed favors to the state department saudi arabia look at what's going on with um with uh um particular since we're on the topic of online education particular uh companies in uh, that are in the online educational realm where they actually put bill clinton on boards or they call them chancellors, um, and paid a, a lot of money for that, um, about $16 million. There are, pri there, there's this, you have private and you have public universities, all right? And I'm talking about accredited here, all right? Not where it was Trump University, where, which it wasn't accredited. The, 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 Ones that are the private and the and the not the the private and the, the public universities or the nonprofit and the the profit ones, 
there's a big move towards profit-oriented education. Um, and the technology, the internet, allows for this to happen. Well, there's a lot of venture capital and um, private equity that's going in to, to fund this stuff. And the idea, because it is accredited, it can get federal funds. All right. So to be able to get, to be able to lobby the Washington, they brought in high-powered money to, to, to bring in Clinton onto their board. Laureate is the name of the company. Now, they paid $16 million for him to be on there. Now, I have a PhD from Walden University, and I have a PhD in, in finance. I have an MBA at, 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 uh, at uh, Wayne State University and an undergrad degree from Wayne State University, which is in Detroit. So that's a brick and mortar. Well, my Walden was uh, through Walden University and for my PhD. Now, the, the um, Laureate owns a, a series of these profit education universities that are accredited. So they brought in Clinton and paid $16 million and it, to be able to kind of uh, ease the way to have federal funds for their students um, to be able to um, open up the the educational system to a large sums of people that that are working um, professionals and the educations are, are good to, but you're gonna have you, you have a lot of people that say they like it and you have some people that say they don't but you have that same thing. You have some people, a lot of people that like brick and mortar, and some people that said they didn't like the university because of whatever. So Clinton is going after Trump saying, oh, he's ripping people off. Well, in reality, it's the Clinton Foundation that is using it as a conduit for money transfer to get favors that uh, government, you know, get some sort of, to give government favors to, to lobbyists. Um, so Trump is saying, that, you know, you're, you're a crook. One, you're lied to Congress because of your emails. Two, you, you participated in Fast and Furious and, and the arms uh, shipments to, to Libya that eventually left Libya and went into Syria to fund ISIS, to, 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 to arm ISIS and to create instability. And to blame it on a, a filmmaker was just ridiculous. And then to say that the people that actually wrote the book and uh, helped produce the movie 13 Hours was an embellishment of what really happened in Benghazi is ridiculous for her to say that. While she stood down, when she when she um, uh, seems to be covering up aspects of Benghazi and and what was going on in Syria, she there's there's a corruptness about her, Whitewater and and Foster and 
the 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 endless number of women that that have been that been um, ostracized by her and her little goons to stay quiet because of the the rapes of Bill Clinton and um, the assaults of Bill Clinton. So for so for her to say oh. Clinton, or for her to say that Trump is, you know, wrong and that, you know, his university was, was uh, destructive and, and a ripoff. Well, no, it was a business and it didn't do well. Does He has a lot of businesses that did do well. Now, what's going to happen in the next couple days? For, now, this came from InfoWars through Roger Stone. The... I think it's the Washington Post is going to be posting something in two days, so that's Monday, where they're, they are going to try to do a hit piece on Trump saying that he, that he's, uh, that he uh, used cocaine and that he was a womanizer and all this stuff. And Roger Stone emphatically denies all this. And so you're, mark my words, what's going to happen in two days is you're going to see a, a big media blitz to try to put pressure on Trump to make it seem as though, you know, he's like this billionaire, you know, uh, cocaine addict or something. And he's not, you know, he's a, he's, uh, he's a very um, straight and narrow kind of person. Um, and according to Roger Stone, he, you know, when he's, he, when he wasn't married, when Trump wasn't married, when he was in his, you know, in between marriages, you know, that he did date a lot of people. but. But in terms of him, um, during his his marriage, it seemed as though you know he was somewhat faithful. Um, so what they're trying to do, what the Clinton attack team is trying to do, is project all the things that are truly negative of themselves onto Trump. One, oh. You had a you know you had uh, business dealings that that uh, ripped off people. Well, that's true about their foundation. You know, they do have business dealings to give favors to nation states, as long as they gave to the the Clinton Foundation, um, and you know, it. You know, so they're saying, well, you had business dealings that that went sour and ripped off people. Well, they ripped off people. They have a foundation that's not giving money to the people that that that, that uh, it should be helping. Instead, it's funding a, a larger state. It seems like state-run operation, CIA-run operation, maybe I don't know. But but then they say, well, he's got cocaine problems. Trump has cocaine problems, and that which is totally untrue. But it's a well-known document. It's well-known documented that that Clinton does, and maybe still does. So, you know, so they're trying to proje project that onto Trump to to deflect true what their true evils are in in, in their life. Um, then you know the the flandering. Well, obviously Trump's going to go after the flandering of of Bill Clinton and how Hillary tried to hide it. And to try to actually, she's not really for women. When you try to hide rape and and um, and uh, you know, these assaults by her husband, 
blaming it on the on the on the woman. How could she be for women if she's doing that? Because all she cares about is herself. All she cares about is getting power. No matter no matter if she's stepping on people or not, she she's fake. She doesn't speak from the heart. She doesn't. She's not. You know. For example, you have Trump speaking non-teleprompter, right? But Hillary is always on a teleprompter. She's always has some sort of uh, talking point that she has to drill down. T Tapper from CNN said, uh, "Was it Tapper? Maybe it was." Um, wasn't Tapper. It was someone from, I think, 60 Minutes or ABC. He was interviewing her and said, have you ever lied? Uh, and, and, or, you know, why, you know, people, do, do you lie to the American public or something like that? And, and she said, well, I try not to. Well, what? Try not to? In other words, you do? <laughs> so yeah, the reason is, is she lying because of operations of CIA or State Department or some uh, some strange um, dealings with the Clinton Foundation who knows but there is something seriously wrong and there's a smoking gun when it comes to those emails and the mass media is not going after her the way they should be because there have been better people for example General Petraeus that have done less egregious things and have destroyed and, and, and have lost their career than, than she has. She has done far more egregious things to this country than General Petraeus. And what, what does she get? She gets a pass. Because what? She's a woman? Is it because that she has political connections? Or is it because that the Clintons had this, this whole foundation where that if you go against them, they'll go after you and destroy your, your, your reputation, career, finances, whatever, or even your health. You know, this is this sort of thing has got to stop. So I hope that Trump goes 150%, 200%, full barrel, both barrels, on all the things that people are afraid of saying. That one, that she is a crook. Two, that she's, she's selling the country down the road. Three, she prefers to, to erode the civil liberties of this of, of our, our Constitution for, for some sort of world uber government. And this is not an exhaustive list, but you know she, she'll do anything to get to get into power. Can you imagine if this is what she does at at a at the state department level or at the at a at a candidate level what she'll do when she has executive orders i don't think congress has got the balls to stop it so that we have to as a nation galvanize and just say enough is enough we cannot have such a criminal get into office and be able to have to have this this uh this sort of power so what do they have? They have on CNN, they have Clinton suggests Trump wants to become a dictator. No, what he's saying is that the direction that this country has been going since Bush Sr. has been going in a negative direction. All right? And maybe it even started with, with neoliberalism, with, with Reagan and Thatcher with the Reagan-Thatcher doctrine. 
with you had this opening up of markets, all right? But I still think that Reagan was for making America a shining place and not to give up its 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 sovereignty. He probably was coming from the standpoint projecting Washington consensus um, and through this neoliberalism, which there's there's problems with this, especially with conditionality with the IMF. All right, but the the issue here is definitely through Bush, with the fall of the the Berlin Wall and the collapse of the Soviet Union, there was no check and balance with the Washington consensus in this neoliberalism. So what happened was shortly after that we went into uh, the Middle East to try to control the, the, the oil market. All right, And forever we've been having multiple wars in, in, this, in this realm. Right? And Chomsky has written a lot about this neoliberalism, um, Washington consensus, uh, make other countries as the bad guy, create some sort of false flag and galvanize the nation and we go to war, all right? Chemical weapons, you know, with, uh, with uh, Iraq or, um, you know, whatever. There, we, 9-11, whatever the issue is. And uh, the, supposedly the nation becomes patriotic and moves in a direction. And anyone within that population that is anti-war must be uh, uh, unpatriotic. Um, and that's how it's spun. Trump is basically saying, we have gone way too far with this, this neoliberalism, this, uh, these trade agreements, this erosion of, of sovereignty. And it's been, it, we're too integrated globally, um, for the detriment of the American citizen. And that this post failing in world that Tony Blair is talking about and um, somewhat what Kissinger is talking about. But I think Kissinger might even question about the post-failing and consensus here. But but the, the point is, is that this post-failing uber-government, trilateral commission, CFR, um, Bilderberg kind of world that's trying to be integrated is trying to erode the civil liberties of, of, of nations. And uh, I'm totally against it. And Trump is against that. And so people that are feeling the pressure, that benefited from globalization, that benefited from, uh, that are tied into the multinationals and are part of the, you know, the echelon of society um, that are benefiting uh, financially from this global government are going to feel pressure from Trump. So the media is tied with them. So you're going to hear a lot of stuff that's saying, well, Trump is bad. But the, pro the, the basic point is prosperity for some, but not for many. There is an income inequality that's growing. This is well documented from Dr. P Piketty. All right. And well documented from Richard Reich, and well documented from Stiglitz, Dr. Stiglitz. A lot of people, even on the left, are saying this. All right. The problem is that the Clintons are tied heavily to globalization.
and that to reduce this income inequality, we're going to have to start thinking locally. We're going to have to stop thinking globally, and we're going to have to start thinking what is in the best interest for our nation and not for Monsanto or Boeing or Microsoft. We have to think about what is best for our nation and we have to stand up for our civil liberties and if we need to, we should lock and load and fight for them because that's what we're all about. Now, what is interesting, a statistic that I, I heard from Infowars that I didn't know about, but there was less than 4% of the people that actually fought in the revolution and we fought the, the the most powerful country in the world at that time it only took four percent of the population more than four percent of the population is armed we could take down and stop this tyranny that is starting to rise now hopefully it's done peacefully through elections and and a purging um through the electoral process and voting uh the, the, the federal government at the state level and the local levels. So we start thinking local, the localization, um, the country, sovereignty, self-determination, constitutional rights, instead of the erosion of these borders and the erosion of the, the sacredness of the constitution. And let's just integrate you know, different regions for these multinationals so it's easier to move goods around and, and all this. Another case in point is when Hillary said, well, we're going to be more unsafe with Donald Trump if, because, because he says that other nations should, uh, should pay for their, their own defense and, and defend themselves. Well, what's wrong with that? And so she's, her, her point, you know, she makes the point that, well, if we force Japan to... Uh, protect themselves, um, then we're going to lose the ability to have special missile shield defense systems and to be able to test them and, and whatnot. No, she misses the point. Or she's just muddying, muddying the water. By eroding, by, by um, moving back on our trade agreements and, not, and, and actually going bilateral with these agreements instead of you know having these uber uber institutions build up the trade agreement and we have these regions integrated and it circumvents congress and what we should do is say we're not going to participate in these trade agreements similar to what britain is thinking about with the eu and say you know what we're going to bilateral agreements so we, we can go individually with japan and say you know what you want to sell your cars to us we'll give you the edibility if you allow us to build a missile to field missile defense shield on your land and oh by the way you get the benefit of protection on top of that so by eroding the the trade agreements that we currently have through globalization, we actually might have to, we might actually have more political power to, to move forward. So I think it's a, it's a brilliant idea. It's a, it's a different method. But the thing is, is if you boil it all down, you want to be a globalist or you want to be, uh, you want to be uh, a citizen of your nation. And unfortunately, 
people that I have met and people that are even younger that I have not met are being um, cultivated into a, a world kind of government, not realizing that that world government is, is hurting you electronically, uh, through ID systems, through you know GMO uh, production of seeds, through um, other uh, curtailments like travel, um, the ability to to carry weapons, um, to bear arms, to have weapons, the ability for freedom of speech on the internet. There's there's this this uh, draft in the EU now to actually ID internet users. Well, if you ID an internet user, well, you're going to start, you can move into the taxation. It's like a social security, you know, you, you, you can tax the individual, right? Well, we might be taxed um, to use the internet. Or what if you have hate speech, you know, um, you should have speech where you can hate, all right? There, there should be no, no wrong with that, all right? There's a difference between hate crime, but you can have speech that offends someone, right? But when, when a government is press, pressing a population that you can't say certain things and you have an ID and we can, you know, hunt you down, turn you off or tax you or, or penalize you somehow or fine you, do you really want a government that is like that? These young kids are basically being grown up to think that it's a good thing. Reduce speech so it only um, fits the, the consensus. Well, you get that in, in China. If you say anything against the government, you got problems. Do we really want that in the United States? Do we really want that in the world? But that's the direction we're going to head if we, we start having world integration. We have to have these nations that have self-determination. The citizens on the ground should determine the way they want to live. And there's this other, other issue. And everyone's talking about the democratization of technology and the democratization of blah, blah, blah. The problem with democracy is that if the majority is ruling, it, is, it, is, it, it, it can um, alienate the minority. The strength of a minority is through a constitution. The strength of a minority is through a constitutional republic. And that's what we are. I want the constitutional republic of the technology. Not the democracy of a technology. Because a democracy of a technology is just the mass will rule. And sometimes the mass could be somewhat um, um, hateful or, or vindictive. So we have to really think about what's going on here. So Trump is totally blasting her, and he's going to continue to blast her about her crimes and her, her covering up of, of things and what they're going to do now in the next two or three days, and it'll probably last through a, a week cycle, is the, the really blast Trump saying that he has character issues and all this, and it's very clear that Hillary has character issues, and it's very clear that Bill Clinton has character issues. And when you have those types of character issues that are willing to sell the country for their benefit and erode your civil liberties, there's something wrong if you're not standing up and fighting this.
So, um, you know, I highly recommend that you get up off your ass and start fighting and, and make sure she doesn't get into office. So, thank you for listening and uh, please leave comments. You can reach me at the dash studio dash Reykjavik.com or you can get to my Twitter which is at Paul Cottrell and uh, obviously I'm on uh, YouTube which is my channel Paul Cottrell. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.